0: I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the Beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Hello Waco and welcome to Waco PD on the Beat. I am the Crown Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County, Officer Smith.
1: A.J. Smith.
0: Officer A.J. Smith. I didn't forget my name this time, I just said...
1: (laughs) Every once in a while he forgets his name, that's okay. And I'm Sierra Shipley, I are you think. Sure? Yes, the okay. public information officer for the Waco Police Department. We have a recruit on Don't today. Your name. It is, well, I guess she's not an officer yet. No, she actually is are probationary officer. She is a probationary officer. That's yes. true. That's true. <laughs> so, probationary officer Amanda Lindsay? Yes. Right? Perfect. Yes. Okay. So, we're here to talk a little bit about. The process. Uh, we are hiring and we'll get into that. But I want to talk about you first. <laughs> okay. So tell me, um, when did you apply to be a police officer?
2: Applications began last fall for our class. We started in January. So the applications would have been September, October, uh, final decisions after the whole entire process about November.
1: Okay. Okay, very good. And you just graduated from the academy, right? Yes. All right, so... Like two weeks ago,
0: right? On that the was
2: seventh, 6th, we got pinned, and then the 7th, we graduated.
1: Sure. So from that application process to now, I mean, and you're still in training. Oh, absolutely. So there's uh, an extensive process that goes on here. Yes. Um, talk a little bit about why you wanted to be a police officer. What were you doing before this?
2: I was not working in anything related to law enforcement or military or any thing related to the field um, of police work. I actually worked in the healthcare field, Uh, worked at the hospital, worked at a smaller surgery center, and was ready for a change. I still liked the service aspect, um, but this job definitely came with a lot more excitement and odd hours. Um, (laughs) Really odd. And I said, why not? Yeah, had a good feeling about it and jumped right in.
1: I like, I like the attitude. That's good. Um, yeah, so you never really had an inkling then to maybe be a like, – because sometimes people are like, oh, I wanted to be a police officer since or I my was a kid, or s- my parents were right, Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So what was that a shock to maybe your family?
2: Yes, my degree <laughs> – um, I went to Baylor. My degree was in um, health sciences with a business minor focus, wanted to go okay. do hospital admin. And I told my mom, Mom, I'm going to apply to be a cop. She said, what? <laughs> <laughs> Took a few days to get over the shock, and then she started asking questions, but it was definitely unexpected, right? Um, but definitely not something that people were surprised about after they stopped and chewed on it for a second. They were like, yeah, like,
1: yeah I can see that. You'd be
2: really good. Yeah, go <laughs> ahead. Go for it. Do it. Nice.
1: That's awesome. Um, so what has the, uh, what's the process been like so far? So what's, or how I should say, is the academy different than the training that you're in right now?
0: This year, we are partnering with Ascension Providence Medical Mission at Home to have one massive day of giving back to you.
1: Back to School Bash and Medical Mission at Home will be hosted at the base at Extra Coe Events Center on August 13th from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. We'll once again be giving away free backpacks and school supplies for K through 12th graders. And along with that, Ascension Providence is going to be providing free medical services. So we hope to see you there. The training...
2: In the academy, prepared laid the groundwork mm-hmm. for what we're learning. Um, so you talk about, we just went through um, a gang class, a 10-hour gang class. So you get the the basics of kind of what to expect. Our um, more in-tune, in-depth training, I guess, is Waco-focused. Okay. So in the academy, you had not only Waco, but surrounding areas um, all coming in in one class, the Law Enforcement Academy. It wasn't just Waco Academy. And so through these next, you know, we're two weeks in, but um, through the eight weeks of the, they call it the fast-track program when you graduate, uh, you get the way that Waco does it. So you learn the basics on how everything's done on the street for just a regular officer, and then Waco fine-tunes all those skills. Got
1: it.
0: Yeah, and then heads up for you, when you finish the fast-track program and you're on field training, you're going to learn how that all actually comes together and how it actually works. (laughs) Right. So that'll be the fun part, though. (laughs)
1: I'm excited, yes. Yeah, so I was going to say, are you
2: excited? I'm beyond excited. It's been, it's flown by, but it's been everything that I hoped it would be. Really? Good. Made a lot of new friendships, not only with Waco, but with surrounding um, areas. And so I think that'll be very beneficial.
1: Absolutely. Is it, you said you came in with no expectations, kind of with the whole process. Um, Why did you feel like you, or why wasn't there an expectation or something like that that you thought, might happen, maybe didn't.
2: There was nothing that I could compare it to. Never had any military experience, didn't have family in law enforcement, um, and knew that the training and all the hands-on aspects of it would be completely different from anything I'd done. So didn't want any disappointment <laughs> or um, victories set out so that sure. everything, you know, um, so the no expectations and just being a sponge and soaking everything in, who you meet, what you do um, was rewarding on the back end.
1: Mm-hmm. Does it feel like, cause as, like you said, you didn't really have any inkling to w- want to do this. So when you got here and when you started it, especially now that you're in kind of the more Waco fine tune training, like you said, is it feel like you're where you're supposed to be?
2: Absolutely. From day one, when I walked into the recruiting office and talked to officer Babe Torres, um, and Sergeant Chris Nall, it was like I was home. They had spoke Without knowing me really at all, um, that this is a family, and if this is what you want to do, we'll we'll help you in as long as you uh, have everything that we want for the job. As long as you fit the criteria and everything, but everything was um, inviting. Definitely answered all the questions that I had and made the whole process seamless.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions <laughs> <laughs>
2: from what, both ends. Yeah.
0: What did you think about the questions on that psych eval? <laughs>
2: There were a lot of them.
0: <laughs> did you feel crazy at the end too? I did. I said, yeah.
2: wow, it's either going to go really well or really questionable. I, I don't like, know. Yeah. I'm that.
1: either okay or a sociopath. And yeah, now they, I'm questioning everything that
2: I thought was right. It's oh fine. my goodness. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, that's one thing that I think a lot of people get um, freaked out about right away because they say, oh, I want to be a police officer. They hand down that application packet and just that packet alone is overwhelming. Like, like Daunting. 10,000
0: pages. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Daunting.
1: How did it take you a while to fill out? It
2: did, and when I filled it out, and there were things that I had to go back and add because they say if it's not complete, they won't accept it. So oh. I spent multiple evenings just checking and making sure I had every every box marked, every right. thing filled out. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it makes sense though, because it is the police department, so I guess they have to right. Really if you know can't everything. follow directions from the get go, how are you going to follow directions throughout everything else? Sure, sure. Um, so what's been kind of the best part so far?
2: I think the camaraderie that that comes with everything. Um, As soon as you start, you are the bottom of the totem pole, as you are really anywhere. But once you get in, prove yourself, show that you are competent enough to be willing to learn, Um, a lot of people, there's a mutual respect. So as long as you respect me, I'll respect you, um, and vice versa. And there's a lot of knowledge that a lot of people are willing to give, Um, which isn't what I had expected. You know, it's not one of those come in and learn on your own and, you know, fight for yourself, throw you to the Uh, wolves. It's definitely a they surround you, bring you in, and they want to teach you what they wish they had known. So that's been a really comforting aspect, I guess. Yeah,
0: there definitely are some great guys and gals too. But, like, there's a couple of guys in particular I can think of that, like you said, if you even think or look like you might want to learn They're going to pour into you, and they are a wealth of information. Yes, and if you're a sponge,
2: they will just keep dumping it at you. (laughs) Yes. And the best part is there was not – I mean, there are stupid questions, right? Sure. Very few of them, but I'm sure there are plenty more. Um, But as long as it's a question that was pertaining to anything, multiple people would answer it in the way that it fit them and how they thought it would fit in for you. Mm -hmm. So that was nice. Between sergeants and just training officers, that was really helpful throughout everything. Even the lieutenant running the academy. I mean, he was a wealth of knowledge also.
1: That's awesome. How cool is it to, you know, like you said, not even come from a background or anything of law enforcement and get to see all these people with all this knowledge teaching you. And I mean, is it overwhelming at times?
2: Yes and no. Um, There were 13 of us. And so we got a lot of trying to make sense of everybody's unique backgrounds in the academy and so when you get it to the point where you're talking to a whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of backgrounds um there's a bunch of us that can ask different questions and kind of take the attention off just one person just pounding you with information right and so it's kind of spread out which is nice for us I know the next recruiting class has three um so the dynamic in their group will be a little different than ours but Right. In that aspect, it's really nice to share share the wealth of knowledge.
1: Right. And I will say, so how many um, females are in your class? Two. Two, including were, you? Me and one other from
2: Waco. There were five of us okay. in the academy
1: class. Okay, very good. And so for, for Waco, there's two of you. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And then one in the new one, so. <laughs> nice, go. I yeah. like it. That's a lot
0: better ratio, one out of three instead of. Two out of, you said 13? 13,
1: yeah. Yeah, I like that. One out of Fair three, that's it. good. Yeah. Uh, well, that's really cool. Was it interesting to see the that you were one of very few women that wanted to be in this profession?
2: Yes, and I think about, I hope my friends don't get upset with me, um, there are not very many of them that I would ever picture doing this. So when I had told them that I was crazy enough that I was going to partake in this career, a lot of them questioned, but were also excited um just because it was something that they wouldn't do right um the women definitely learn from each other out there right we we perceive experiences different than some of the military guys that come um and so we are all actually pretty close-knit we're all from different agencies too besides me and the 2 Waco. so it was nice having the different aspects that we
1: can continue
2: having Mm -hmm. that friendship that you build with that too
1: The Waco Police Department is hiring once again for new officers to join the team. This time around, we're offering incentives to those who are hired.
0: We have a new hire bonus of $7,500. And if you're a T-Cole Certified Officer with experience, you'll earn an extra $15,000 bonus. Or if you're an out-of-state Officer, with three or more years of law enforcement experience, you'll receive a $10,000 bonus when you sign on to work for us.
1: That's right. And we're also offering up to $3,000 in relocation fees. So if you'd like to apply, visit the Waco Police Department website. That application deadline is August 30th, so don't wait. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm sorry, AJ, but I just think women, they just bring a different aspect to the job.
0: No, absolutely. I was going <laughs> to say something really nice, but now I feel like I should stand up for myself, but I can't. Um, you're outnumbered here. Again. I know. Yeah. I really am. <laughs> You've got more things on your belt than I do today, too. <laughs> so what I was going to say in, like, respect to the fact that you're here, like, you're in a very unique position to advocate for women to get into law enforcement because it is a fairly male-dominated career. If I go out there, I'm a white dude. You're a yeah. female. So, like, I am what has traditionally been policing. People don't want to listen to me. And they're gonna think, Well, why should I do it? Because you're not me. So if you can go out there, even if you're not in recruiting, you're just gonna be able to talk to someone and relate to them and say, Hey, like, look, I'm a girl and I'm awesome and you can be awesome just like me. Yeah. And um, definitely has like, have a unique skill them.
2: set that women can bring with men. Sure. You yeah. know, there there's no superiority in the skill set. Mm-hmm. Sometimes women come off a lot more inviting. So if you just have, you know, those victims that don't necessarily need that rough around the edge person, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times, or with children, right? They want to come and they want to, they're more drawn to the female. Where if we go out, the 6'5 Marine in our class, he's going in (laughs) first if we have to go knock down a door, you know, so we all play to our strengths. And I think that's what a lot of the academy taught us is what strengths do you have and can develop and can bring and which ones can you be aware of? so that you can rely on other people to to match that and challenge that.
1: Right, right. And I definitely, you know, we've all talked about Chief's 30 by 30 yes. initiative, where she, we want 30% of law enforcement uh, fe- to be female. Yeah. And so you're just adding to that. How would you maybe convince another woman like yourself to maybe try, maybe she doesn't want to, maybe she has no idea.
2: <laughs> if you're up for a challenge, if you have that type A go get personality, and you want to help people, this this career, this profession can be for You don't have to be that super skinny, fit, you know, bodybuilder um, physique walking in the door. They, they help you get there. Mm-hmm. It's the mindset. If you have a strong mindset and you want to be better and, you know, knowing yourself is a big, big thing, um, the dangers that we face. But if you think – that's something that you can get past and work through, and you just want to be better in your community, this is definitely a career to look into. Right. It's worth giving a shot, talking to people, um, you know, talk to any of them on the street. They're all super nice, which is something I had to learn. Uh, <laughs> they are personable. You can go up and talk to them, right. ask questions, um, and I think that's a really big thing, is being in the community, and seeing, you know, when they see me and AJ out on the street, they're gonna be like, oh, well, that's cool, like, sh- you know, she's with him, and some other guys and it's, it's not just a, the male domination, I guess, the male component of it accepts the females if they've earned it. Mm-hmm. Right. And not in the sense of, well, you have to prove yourself. I mean, everybody, of course you have to prove yourself. Right. But everyone does. As females that walk into this profession, we, we choose this. Right. And so we don't expect any special treatment. We have to go through all the physical training that they do. Um, so if your personality is strong enough, to combat that and challenge that, this is definitely a career worth looking into.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we are hiring right now. The deadline is August 30th, I
0: think. Don't wait for the deadline. Don't wait for Just the deadline, though,
1: no, because yeah. you literally won't finish the packet. That
2: packet will take you forever. How long did it yeah. take you? Probably a good three weeks. Um, you also need official college transcripts, high school transcripts. Um, there's information they asked you that I had to go dig information from years ago's worth of papers Mm -hmm. um and having good references on there knowing their contact info so me I didn't have all of their addresses contact info email addresses so I mean just the time to take to fill that out getting all that information Mm -hmm. it's not difficult um it's just time consuming
1: right right I I was shocked when I had, had applied as well and it's they say to list the 10 references or right. something like that. Where have you lived like in the last, last 10
0: years? Yes. Yeah. Everywhere you've lived in the last 10 years. Like I was a
2: college student. <laughs> yeah. Dorm? I moved every other year. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, I was shocked that they called every reference. It's interesting. <laughs> on your, they didn't call they all didn't call of them, them on mine. No. Maybe they really just didn't believe my references. They <laughs> <laughs> had to get down <laughs> to the last not. one. <laughs> yeah.
2: well. my, my recruiting uh, background investigator really liked. Um, Getting to know the people he talked to, and so they would have multiple conversations. And a lot of my references knew each other mm-hmm. or knew of each other, and so that probably helped. Okay. kick a few of them out. Well, that's if you good. know that's them true. and they're talking the same, well then, but that's true. Yeah, yeah. You're putting down your
1: references. Try like to be mom, diverse. Dad, grandma, <laughs> grandma. <laughs> <laughs> right. A lot of neighbor. I feel like a
0: lot of them had to be not family, though.
1: I think I think you're right. I think yeah. the only two of them could yeah. have been family. Yeah,
0: because like of course, for the most part, family's going to say a nice thing about you.
2: But it was hard. It, your old roommates from the last 10 years. I was oh, like, yeah. I was a college student once again. You know, I had, yeah. five, I had 10 That's different roommates my first two years of college. So let me rack my brain about that. Or if
0: you did like that traditional college living where it's like, we're going to assign you with someone random that based on this 10-question thing oh yeah you're gonna be perfect friends and then like they're just the monster that you didn't ever want to live with that (laughs) brings a snake and it's like that's a poisonous snake why is it in the (laughs) kitchen
2: that must have been in the guy dorm because i don't
0: don't like snakes so that was very traumatic for me
2: and if there's things going back to the application that you're unsure of or you know maybe you've done something you've gotten a multitude of tickets or the recruiting office can help answer a lot of those questions. So if you're hesitant, you know, to even contact them because of something in your in your past, in your history, mm-hmm. reach out. There's definitely things that they can explain and what is a disqualifier or what's not. So
0: Yeah, and you don't know if you don't ask. Like, I was for sure 100% not going to get hired because of my driving record. Like, I had so <laughs> many speeding tickets. I was like, yeah, mm, I would like to have a job, but, yeah, you guys aren't going to hire me because – the state just sent me this letter that said, don't get any more speeding tickets or we take your license. And I was like, "Oh," But I haven't had one since. Oh,
1: that's good. Yeah. Well, that's so. good. And, and you got hired.
0: And I got hired. So there's hope for other people out there. Right, right. Well, I think Basically a lot of as people. as long as you don't have family violence and right. felony convictions, like you're. Right. You just have to wait a couple months, potentially for some right. be misdemeanors and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah. That's very true. So it's not very. Ask. It's not here. you mean, And the Waco Police Department is also hiring for dispatchers. If you have a need to help your community and maybe you want to be a police officer but are a little nervous to get out on the street, being a part of our dispatch team may be for you.
0: To apply, visit the City of Waco website. Dispatchers are a vital role to the police department as they are the true first responders to answer the call for help. We are hiring both part and full-time positions that serve the city and the county. We can't wait to have you be a part of the Waco PD team.
1: How would you try and get someone to maybe prepare for this? Because it, it's kind of hard to prepare for this job, I guess, in a sense. Um, but what's something that maybe you wish you thought you wish you knew before you started?
2: The entire program or just the academy?
1: Mm. I guess in general. I guess in general, It, it yeah. translates. So yeah.
2: this job will change you in, in a positive light. Um, as the president of, the, of this last recruiting class, I was personable. I could talk to a lot of people public speaking, having to deal with issues head on, having to have those hard conversations, know that you'll change for the better. Um, you're going to pick up a lot of skills. You'll meet a lot of people that will influence both good and bad in your life where you know you don't want to go down that path and then other ones. And you'll also know who your real friends are right outside of this career. If you tell people, I'm going to be a police officer, I'm going through the academy, they're like, oh, time to separate from you. And that's okay. Let, you know, let them go. There's going to be hard separations and stuff just because of the position that you hold and the career you're in. Um, but it's probably for the better.
1: Sure, yeah. That's good. I like it. Maybe. No, that was yeah. good. That was good.
2: Um, and, and physically, I guess, yeah. physically, you know, start running, start lifting, start being active. Um, there's career. There's a lot more sedentary time than what I guess I previously had thought um Mm -hmm. all you hear about is running out chasing bad guys but you do spend a lot of time in a car um (laughs) so just being active and mobile and just being physically fit to a degree when you start will definitely help in the academy and all of the physical training in that aspect which translates to your career so right
0: right. yeah i mean that goes for anybody in any profession like take care of your body because you only get one and um Having been injured and like not getting yes. to just enjoy life, like I can one hundred percent say, like don't take it for granted being yeah. healthy and back injuries able to are move. no joke. Yeah, oh, it's crippling. Yeah, literally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, what uh, has there been a worst part yet? And I don't want to say worst part, but maybe hardest part. A lot of people don't like the pepper spray, <laughs> but you said it wasn't that bad.
2: I did not think it was that bad. I think I Somebody's talked my and psyched myself into it. Um, we had another guy in the academy that will refuse to wear it on his belt just because that was the worst thing that he's ever done. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. they said, you either look at me, open your eyes and look at me, or you're done. <gasps> and so he oh. – yeah, that was a big learning learning curve for him. Um,
0: but good for him for not just quitting. I yeah, mean.
2: we actually started with 24 and graduated with 24. So nobody That's quit. Awesome. Everybody got through it. It was harder for some others. But at the end of the day, we laughed it off Um, once everybody's face stopped burning. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have crying. to say the hardest part is um, for me, I guess through the academy, was being consistent. Okay. You'd have weeks where it was super intense and super grueling. And then the next week, you'd have a few classes that were a little... More lax. And so just trying to be consistent in the study habits and Mm -hmm. being consistent in not withdrawing and staying involved and that kind of thing, especially in leadership. Waco took a lot of the the class leadership. And so there was a lot of involvement that we had to have and presence in the academy. Um, So just being consistent with that, just trying to be present in what we're learning, Um, even on those more boring days in the classes.
1: How much dedication and determination is there when going through the academy?
2: A lot. (laughs) Um, And it's not all difficulty in the studies. The studies is difficult in terms of having to memorize things and learning things and what you can and cannot do. Um, But the consistency in being consistent in the dedication that it takes... um, you know, with your physical fitness. If you don't want to work out, you probably should because tomorrow's going to be one of those grueling workouts where you wish you had or mm-hmm. um, being consistent in your nutrition. You know, a lot of people had to really fine-tune and learn better habits with that. Um, so that, I think that answered that question. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is there a lot of, in the academy, a lot of people, you know, just making sure the other one's okay and kind of helping one another if you know that they might be struggling this week or this day?
2: Yes. Um, 24 of us, we were all packed into that classroom, you know, like sardines. We made it, we made it through, you know, the, the very end of the big COVID precaution and all of that. Um, so you get, you get to learn the people around you and what is a good day for them. What's a bad day for them? You know, how they come in and unlo- unpack all their things, you know, how that day is going to go for them. Um, so when any, anybody was caught lagging behind or Didn't finish something that we should have done. Somebody in that classroom noticed um, and took care of them, which was really nice. So you do. You pick up on a lot of things, and you're only as strong as your weakest link. And so on the areas where they were weaker, we had to build them up. We had a um, cadet from Puerto Rico. Three years in, English wasn't his first language. And so he had to take the question, translate it to Spanish, translate the answer to English, and then answer
1: the question. Oh, my goodness. So it took him
2: quite a bit longer sometimes to take those tests. Um, But any support that we could have, uh, help him studying recordings that anybody had of their own notes. Um, If he needed help translating it, we had Spanish speakers. And so that was a perfect example of how a lot of people helped those in their weak points. And that that was academically. We also had some physically that had to kind of push along, but... Overall, yeah. it's a really good family-type atmosphere that you build.
0: Waco Crime Stoppers Incorporated is offering a reward of up to $1,000 on any tip which leads to the recovery of an illegal firearm. Traditionally, Crime Stoppers is only able to pay up to $2,000 on a tip if it leads to a arrest. But in order to help combat the gun violence that our community is experiencing, Crime Stoppers is paying up to $1,000 just for the recovery of a firearm that's illegal. So anything that's used in the commission of a crime, stolen, or uh, otherwise illegal, can get you up to $1,000. By submitting a tip through the newest method provided by Crime Stoppers USA, you can call Star Star Tips from your mobile phone, which sends you a follow up text with a link to provide follow up information at any time. As always, you can visit online 24 7 at WacoCrimestoppers.org or call 254 753 HELP or 4357. 4357- to provide any information on an illegal firearm or any other information which leads to an arrest for a reward of up to $2,000. Well, just keep doing that. Like, oh. <laughs> I mean, that that's a very important trait to have. So, you know, keep doing that with you guys going through the fast track and, like, yeah. when you get out on the streets.
2: And it's really nice when you build those in the academy because when you get out on the street and you work with departments – Bellmead and Robinson that are close. Um, MSO, they had five, I think, in our class. They're sending a bunch this next round, too. You're going to pass them again. So knowing them, knowing their strengths, their weaknesses, it's not anything you have to second guess, and it's not a whole group of people that you have to relearn. You know them. Now you can focus on learning your group, right? what Waco has.
1: Sure. I think, um, so what is the... Rest of the timeline here for you being an officer out of that probation period. We, <clears throat> excuse
2: me. We will hit the streets about mid-August. Okay. They extended it two weeks. Um, in our class, they added door breaching um, and a little bit further in-depth active shooter training, just okay. because of. Everything going on right now, they really wanted to make sure that we were equipped getting out on the street. Um, so mid-August, we will be released into the community to start the FTO program. So after that, it's a month of days, a month of nights, and evenings um, learning. You observe hands-on with somebody, and then it's it's you. You're on your own. They just follow you to make sure you don't do anything really, really bad that you shouldn't do. Right. Um, but after that, I think end of November, December, we will be through FTO and on our own. Okay. So we will be on probation from the start of our commission date, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So that'll be June 6th for our class. And so it's a year from when you get commissioned to release where you are on probation. Okay. Just still good. You're learning. Right. I mean, you want to be under the, under the microscope for as long as they can. Mm-hmm.
0: And you absolutely will be. No yes. pressure. No pressure. No. Every day is pass or fail.
2: No more pressure at this. We're just, eh. it's consistent <laughs> it's pressure. Yeah. 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 Right,
0: right. But this fast track process really does prepare you for that. So that when you get there, all you're doing is learning how to actually apply what you've been practicing. Right. So.
2: And the Academy was really good at all of the classes they offered. There was a lot of hands on simu- simulation stuff. Um, courses like our field sobriety course was a Waco training officer or not training officer, but he was uh, the instructor. Okay. Waco go training instructor and we did a live wet bar. Mm. So they actually had people come out, real people monitored their drunkness. And then we were able to test on active people. Um, and we were told that the only other place that does that is DPS. And oh, so wow. they bring in a lot of yeah. good training.
1: That's awesome. So, And that was kind of my next question is, so you said it'll be probably the end of November, December where you're, actually by yourself and that was the time you applied last year right yeah so does it feel like I mean of course it's going to be maybe a little bit nerve-wracking just to be on your own for the first time but does it feel like that you're getting enough training for that amount of time that when you go out
2: yes um, a lot of the agencies that were in there I keep in contact with them and a lot of them are out on the streets already and doing and hands-on and so we get antsy, you know, it's like we yes. just want to do it also, but in the in the end, in the long run, all of this extra training is going to be beneficial for certain situations and scenarios when we do get out there. 100%. Um, so it's, it's kind of antsy right now in the beginning while we settle into this training, while everybody's out there doing uh, everything that we were taught and excited to do, yeah. but in the end, it'll all be worth it.
0: And don't be discouraged, because I remember going through that exact same process, and when we did... It wasn't a fast track. It was a track. It was like three months instead of eight weeks. They've definitely condensed it and made it more streamlined. So you guys will get on the streets quicker.
2: That it is to It was extremely
0: say, discouraging when, like, other people were already done with field training and we're still going through semi munitions. Right. But they didn't do some munitions. They didn't do any of the stuff that we did. They just hit the streets and we're running and gunning and having all this fun. But then, you know, once we're out on our own, like, okay, we're there, but now we're better prepared for it.
2: Right. Waco does a really good job in making sure, is what I've been told. This is the criteria for us. You have to pass the fast track program in order to go to FTO. You have to pass FTO to get released. It's not one of those. It's eight weeks and that's it. Good luck. You have to check all the boxes, dot your T's, cross your I's. The training department will not let you go unless they feel confident in you. So that's really nice and hopefully comforting for people, you know, that are listening to this out there that they do hold us to a really high standard before they let us go and actually be on the streets and in the community.
0: Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And that's part of the reason you're on probation for a year after your commission is, okay, you finish field training. Let's see how she actually performs on her own without somebody sitting next to her without knowing that she's got that fallback, the little parachute that's right. grading in her.
2: It's one thing to talk yeah. through scenarios and situations. How do you actually react to them? Yeah. And that's what a lot of this field training does. In this new, this eight-week fast track program, that's what the field uh, training, that's what our training officers downstairs are trying to hit on. Let's put you through the most stressful scenarios that we can, so we know that you can handle it. And that out on the streets, not the first time that you're going to see it. You'll see it right. in training in a controlled environment, so that when you get out there, you know how to work through it. Even if it wasn't identical, you have the problem solving skills. Mm-hmm. To, to be able to handle those situations. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, it's very
1: extensive training. And I hope I get to come out this time and train with you guys because I trained with the recruits maybe two times ago when I first started. And so that was very fun.
0: Yeah, I really hope it's not when I'm out of state for vacation because I really enjoy being a part of that, like especially the active shooter stuff that you guys yeah. do. Like, so much fun. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, even when so. you help too, AJ, kind of even re- sets your brain almost. Oh, and even cool. when I'm out there, cause I have to talk about what you guys do. Right. And so it helps me understand. And from our yeah. end, it's nice to know
2: who you guys are. We're not, you, all, sure. y'all are not people that we would see on a daily basis. And so just having that interactions with y'all is beneficial for us as well.
0: That's right. not my fault because I think I told your whole group, <laughs> like my, Hey, my office is right across the hall. We've got a microwave and a refrigerator for your lunch. So
2: just prop the door open.
0: You can open the door. (laughs) You've got... uh,
1: I do. Mine looks like yours. Exactly. (laughs) Well, we appreciate you coming on this episode of Waco PD on the Beat. Anything else you want to add in before we wrap it
2: up? This is a great community, um, and it's going to be an honor to be out there and serve. And I've just been blessed by this whole thing and just so glad that I chose Waco um, and have been just surprised and elated with everything that our training department has done. They really care. Um, Having worked neighborhood engagement events, we worked one, um, just seeing how the community responds to us is really um, comforting Mm -hmm. to know that they support you. I know that not every department in every area is blessed to have that community support. So I'm excited. Our entire class is excited. I know I can speak for them. Um, So we're coming. We're on our way. but. Few more months of training.
1: That's right. Very good. Well, we'll be excited to have <laughs> awesome. you guys out there. Thank you guys so much. Absolutely. Yeah. And thank you guys for joining us here. I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer.
0: And I'm Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator from McLennan County.
1: Have a good one, Waco. Until next time.
0: Waco PD on the beat. The heartbeat serving you.